Hi, this is Dr. Hughes, and I am excited to talk about sexual goals today. It, uh, it's right in line with what everybody's thinking about goals for the new year. Hopefully, some of you have jumped in and been able to do uh, some or all of those goals up until this point into the new year, and maybe you're feeling good and hopeful and optimistic, or maybe you're feeling a little discouraged about those goals. Um, that's what I wanted to talk about with you today, though, is these, and specifically, sexual goals. So I'm going to talk about broad general goals and then narrow it down to sexual goals uh, because they they relate. Um, so goals, I think, are such an interesting thing in and of themselves, whether we set them at the end slash beginning of the year or if we uh, set them throughout the year, maybe we do it on a monthly basis or we try just out of the blue to set a goal or have a goal or make a goal, you know, and middle of January or March rolls around and we're like, you know what? I'm not liking fill in the blank. I want to make this change or I want to do this in an even better way or a grander way in my life. And so we, we make that goal. I, th- I think this goal setting is such an interesting thing though. And I think it's more than just uh, people striving to improve or become better or do things in a different way. Uh, to me, it really relates to the model of therapy that I u- use, which is SOAR, S-O-A-R, SOAR therapy. And one of the, the principles or components within this, which is the S, that's spirituality. And in, in my model, in my approach, I see us like we do within the gospel of Jesus Christ um, as being our soul made up of our spirit and our body. And if you've lifted, listened to my podcast before, you've heard me talk about this, um, uh, this, this uh, sense of importance, this, this who we are, our soul, and that being made, of, made up of our spirit and our body. And this is not uh, new to any of you, this idea of our soul being spirit and body. If you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, maybe some of you have, have forgotten or hadn't quite uh, you know, made that link before, or maybe you're very well acquainted or knowledgeable about this. But I, th- I think it's a really interesting thing that we as as uh, as god's children crave and yearn for something different in our lives and i think that that's our soul reaching out i think that that is, that is who we are saying hey i i i need something else in this life uh i need maybe many things different in this in in my life not just here on earth but um through, throughout the eternities like something needs to change and that's not that's not just coming from this uh you know, earthly vessel that's not just coming from, um, you know, the world sending messages to us that, uh, you know, through social media or whatever that we need to change or improve. I think that these these real true goals that we have are, are something from deep within, our soul yearning for uh, for improvement. And so it's important for us to listen to our soul and to do what, I, what I've talked about before and, and take care of our soul or do soul care. 
instead of self-care, it's soul care. And our soul is really yearning for these things. So I, I'm always excited at the beginning of the new year. I actually plan ahead of time and start making goals. And I'm, I'm not perfect at this. I, I think I do a pretty good job at this um, as, as, a, as a person, but um, I'm not flaw- flawless at this by any means. So we're thinking about sexual goals. Uh, we're thinking about goals in general and sexual goals and how this is our soul saying, hey, you know, fill in the blank, so-and-so, um, I need this. Your soul, who you are, the essence of who you are, you, you son or daughter of God, you need this. My, my soul needs this. I need this. Um, and, and if you were to think about your soul um, needing lots of different things, relationship, creativity, passion, joy, uh, you know, fulfillment in various ways. Our soul needs all of these things. It's, it's very robust. And so it yearns for these and begs for these and asks us to do these things. And this is a fun time of the year when we can focus more on that, but it happens throughout the year. So I want you to be thinking about, as you're listening to this podcast, hopefully into the rest of the day or uh, the coming weeks, uh, what is my soul yearning for? And specifically thinking about sexuality, this is a sexuality podcast. Um, what, what is my soul yearning for concerning sexuality? A component of my model, my, my theory of therapy and theory of change is that our soul yearns for our various aspects or uh, uh, wants to develop in various aspects. And one of those is sexuality. So as we go throughout um, our eternal existence, uh, the soul is yearning for uh, sexuality. That's, a, that's a, uh, uh, an important essential element of the soul is sexuality. So what are you yearning, yearning for concerning sexuality? So... Um, I think it's also, so it's important to think about what our soul is asking for. Many, many of us may like, no, we may be be able to say within a matter of seconds, I know it's yearning for this concerning sexuality. I know it's yearning for more expression. I know it's yearning for more vulnerability. I know it's yearning for more creativity. I know it's yearning to be seen or valued or cherished. And others of us may not quite know you know, it may not be on the tip of our tongue as, as it is with others. Uh, and so uh, I would really encourage you to think long and hard, like what, is there something that my soul wants concerning sexuality? And I think it's important for us to spend that time alone with our soul, whether that's on a hike, out in, out in nature, on a walk, going on a drive, you know, just quiet, quiet, no music on, um, and you're just thinking or through meditation or mindfulness as you go throughout your day. But I think it's, I think it's important for us to, to search our soul. What are you, you yearning for? What am I yearning for concerning sexuality? So take some time to explore that if you don't already know. And those that maybe do know that it's on the tip of their tongue, Maybe, maybe search a little bit more and it may seem like, oh, I'm yearning for more expression. I'm yearning to do this more often. I'm yearning to have sex more often. But if you take some time, I wonder if there's something else maybe that's behind that. And maybe it's not, maybe it is frequency, but maybe it's, I'm yearning to, to know that this matters to my spouse, that who I am sexually really matters to my spouse or um, that, that they, that they get me on that level, on this sexual level. Um, yeah, and frequency would be nice, but really maybe what's behind it is, you know, this other thing. 
So take some time to, th- to explore that, to think about that. Just because it's on the tip of your tongue doesn't necessarily mean that, that there's something that is being neglected or not seen. Um, but, but think about it. Maybe there is. Um, so I, like I said, I'm pretty good at making goals, setting goals, and, and pretty good at achieving goals. I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty good at this. And over the years, some of the things that I've, I've learned concerning this, and um, I've, I've got to give credit to my dad. My, my dad has always been a goal setter. He loves New Year's, but all, th- all throughout the year, setting goals, achieving goals, working towards uh, the, these goals. And so I've got to give a lot of credit to him for um, this mentality and way of being. So one thing that I found over time, and he, he and I actually talked about this just recently, is that um, we both, uh, un- unbeknownst to either one of us, uh, work on our goals, setting them ahead of time, but also, you know, ahead of, you know, a week before, <coughs> excuse me, days, <coughs> excuse me, uh, days before, uh, New Year's, we, we're working on these, setting them, thinking about them, um, and working to achieve them sometimes a month ahead of time. So I will think about my goals, write them down, start working towards them so that I can uh, see if there are any errors. Maybe there are things that I want to adjust or change or, or approach differently. Um, and if, if I, uh, you know, quote unquote, fail or struggle with this one goal, maybe I pick it apart and I come up with a, a smaller goal or, or a, a subset of that goal. Or um, maybe I look at this and think, do I really want this thing? Why is it that I'm not, not working towards this um, so setting them ahead of time, it really gives a lot of space for, um, uh, for adaptability. Um, another thing that sometimes happens when I work on these ahead of time is, uh, is that I'll find that I won't be as discouraged when I can't fulfill it or if I quote unquote fail or don't do it one day. You know, we have this, this mentality in, in life, this, uh, it's called a thinking error, this all or nothing thinking. So either we're all in or we're all out. So if we don't do it, if we fail, if we forget, maybe you set goals and, you know, we're into the new year and you for- forgot to do it this morning. Um, it makes it that much harder for so many of us to, uh, to say, well, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and exercise or tomorrow I'm going to uh, do it differently. You may wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what, I'm not going to meditate in the morning, or I'm not going to communicate my sexual needs to my partner because I didn't do it yesterday. And so I've, I've kind of failed. Um, I've, I've kind of ruined my resolution already a couple days into the new year. <clears throat> so that's one thing that, that is beneficial about, uh, setting goals and working on them a- ahead of the new year. Um, so, um, I, I am not saying that if you didn't do it today, that you know all all is lost. Um, by no means. Actually, I'm saying uh, much the opposite. Um, actually, um, it is so difficult for us to make decisions um, that lead to change. Um, as as people, as human beings, it is so difficult. Every choice that we make, whether we choose to wear this set of pants or this other set of pants, who um, we choose to wear jeans or we choose to wear joggers. That's, that's called a mental push-up, any decision that we make. Um, so one thing that's beneficial about, uh, uh, about knowing this and, and knowing that these are mental push-ups is making decisions ahead of time, um, that it's not something that I think about. No, when I wake up in the morning, I will journal. Um, it's not, I'm going to wake up and see how I feel because that requires a mental push-up in the morning. You wake up, you're like, okay, it's six o'clock, seven o'clock, whatever time you wake up. Um, I journal when I wake up. 
that is what I do. I write about my sexual thoughts, my sexual fantasies, or uh, what things I, I would long to, to uh, possess concerning sexuality, or um, my sexual bill of rights. I just do that. I wake up and I write it. I don't think about it. If you give yourself that opportunity to make a decision, now it's a mental push-up. And another thing we know about these mental push-ups is that they become harder and harder the more that we do, just like physical exercise and physical push-ups. The first couple are easy, um, you know, for, for a lot of us, let's say. One or two, we're, we're doing okay, but as we get into it and we do more push-ups, it becomes harder and harder. And it's that same way throughout our day. When we wake up, it's easier to make decisions, decisions to change, um, you know, in, in the light of this podcast, decisions to change. It's easier to make those earlier in the day than it is to make them later in the day. Uh, so if you're like, hey, I, I'm, I, there's going to be a decision point for me. I know it. I know myself. Then if you're working towards making changes, it's usually easier to do that earlier in the day uh, rather than saying, okay, at the end of the day, I'm going to write down my thoughts concerning uh, my, my sexual bill of rights. <clears throat> I would, I would make that decision to do that earlier on in the day. Um, and even better than that, I would not even make it a decision. It has already been decided. I don't have a choice. End of story. Um, okay, so other things that are beneficial for people is uh, setting reminders, uh, putting notes in your phone or alarms um, or having a journal by your bedside. Uh, another thing that's really beneficial is telling your hopes, dreams, and goals to other people, significant others, a spouse, a roommate, a best friend, a parent, uh, telling it to God uh, through prayer is, is really beneficial. Um, I've, I found out this uh, kind of the hard way. Um, so any of, if any of you know me, you know I'm a marathon runner. And, um, and anyone that is crazy enough to do that um, has has pretty lofty goals. Um, and uh, so people will ask me like, what are you hoping for? Are you hoping for a certain time? And, um, and so uh, sometimes in the past, I won't even say, oh, I'm planning on running this marathon. This is a harder marathon. And so I don't want to tell them about it. Or um, they may ask me, what time am I shooting for? And I might give them uh, a time that's uh, slower than I'm actually really hoping for. Um, but I found over time, across time, when I, when I let my goals be known, um, it kind of holds me to a higher standard, holds me to uh, working towards achieving uh, those goals. So I think that's important that we communicate those to our spouse, our roommates, our best friends, our parents, to God, uh, social media, whoever it may be. I think that's a really important thing that we do. Um, okay. Um, so as, as you're thinking about making uh, just last couple of thoughts, um, as, as you're thinking about making, um, I guess this is my last thought for this podcast for today, as you're thinking about making these goals, and if some of you are, are struggling with those, um, I decided um, we've had several people reach out and try to meet with me individually as their, as their individual therapist or as their couple therapi- therapist, and across time, it's just been really hard for me to take on many, uh, many new people, so I keep a relatively s- small caseload because I work really intensely uh, with the people that I'm, I'm working with. Uh, it's kind of like an, an intensive care unit. Um, I give them all my, my uh, therapeutic time and attention and, and mind power. Um, 
and uh, and I have various other things that I'm doing with running my business, etc. But I've decided that I'm going to open uh, up a slot um, probably every other week, maybe once a week uh, for a group. And this is going to be a, a group for women that are struggling with sexual desire. And it will be an online group and it will be earlier in the mornings. And the reason I've chose, chosen to do all of that is because um, we have, uh, we've seen across time that there are a high number of women that struggle with sexual desire um, that are members or um, uh, that are former members or that are just people in the community um, that are really interested in improving their sexuality and we want to meet that, those needs. I want to help meet those needs. And so I've chosen the kind of the, the presenting problem that we have the, the, the highest number of people seeking treatment for. And I've chosen to do this online and early in the morning because I think that more people are li- are likely to attend that than if we were to have it in person uh, during the day, for example, when they're with kids or they're needing to be at work or they're needing to be at school or have other obligations. So uh, if you reach out to me individually and you can find my email address from our website, it's just my first name, anthony at covenantsextherapy.com. Um, if you reach out to me, you can reach out to me personally or my office manager or assistance is just fine, but you can reach out to me personally and let me know if you're interested in this group and hopefully we can uh, work towards achieving uh, some of the sexual goals that you have for your life. Thank you and have a great new year.